Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! It's right of the Scarlet Halls and right into your hearts. It's Do Not Relent, and I'm Slide Whistle. I'm Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. We celebrated a very important birthday yesterday. Probably one of the strongest method actors in the Ohio area. Brian Stepanak had a birthday, everybody. You guys remember Brian yeah. from uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? He played Erwin the janitor man. Also, excuse me, I was not celebrating Brian Stepanak's birthday because I was celebrating Ronald Reagan's birthday. It was it was Ronnie Reagan's birthday yesterday. It was it's Ron it was Ronald Reagan's birthday yesterday. Was it really? I just queued up I just queued up the uh, Gorbachev tear down this wall speech and I was just like, Ronnie, you know how to you know how to live. You know Ronald Reagan was a character actor as well. He was the star of Bedtime for Bonzo. Please don't use that kind of language on the podcast. It's very inappropriate. <laughs> It was the 1950s. You could throw around words like Bonzo and no one would care. But actually, it was Axl Rose's birthday. Welcome to the jungle. Wow, it's going to break you downtown to Pizza House, <laughs> where we're going to celebrate the birthday of fictional character Mewtwo. It was Aaron's birthday. It was it, that was, it was for Aaron. He had a birthday. Yeah, it was, it was me. It was my birthday. I'm... I'm a quarter of a century old now. Hold, hold up, though. Mewtwo canonically has a birthday? Yeah, it's it's on Aaron's birthday. Yeah, February 6th, Mew gave birth. It's in uh, Dr. Fuji's notes in the Poké Mansion on Cinnabar Island. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I drew fan art of him. That's the day he was mm-hmm. born. Yesterday. That's that's not a joke. Go to the Big A Cheesy. I drew fan art of Mewtwo yesterday, drunkenly, to celebrate Happy our birthday. birthday. <laughs> our birthday. <laughs> I did not get around to my my drunk Ronald Reagan picture, but maybe next year. <laughs> you know, there's still time. <laughs> Shit, there it is. It is, after all, his birthday month. <laughs> it's actually still Ronald Reagan Fest, so. <laughs> but, all right. Enough about <laughs> losers' birthdays, am I yeah. right? What did you guys do in WoW last week? Aaron, I'll let the birthday weekend month boy go first um this past week i was doing a whole bunch of stuff i was you know doing my dailies because 385 gear is now the new hotness so it's really driven me to go and try and do more more dailies because i have some 370 trinkets that have been weighing me down for months now for some reason i can't i can't fix them i can't get better versions so i just hope and i pray every day and you know what I did invest a fair amount of time into in the last few days was my personal quest for hat. Oh. He is going across the map to find a sacred flatbread hat. He will journey across the sand. He will stretch out any man. All his balls will fall down dead. Till the cops atop his head, he knows what he has to do. He'll never leave the island queue. He won't waver and on that. He will win this quest for hat. Okay, so I still don't have it yet, but I did get some cute little pets out of like the last seven that I've done. And while they're not the hat, 
uh, I'm calling it a minor victory at the moment. I have Scritches. He's a cute little purple fox. He's like bigger or smaller than my hand. I love him. He's my favorite boy. But he's no hat. He's no cool octopus guy either. There's a little octopus pirate guy, right? Um, do I have him? No. I got the so I got Spaghetti Hannonbow, who was a little sea snake guy. I got Scritches, who is a little purple fox. And then I have Wistful Elemental. Which is sort of the like Pandaria model guy. I have a little one that follows me. So I'm getting a whole bunch of friends, but no hat. Well, you know, a hat's got to be on the horizon. Or you just buy it in the auction house. No! Not yet. I'm not. It's only 100. I'm not that sad yet. It's only 120K on our server. <laughs> Ugh, at least. That's up since the last time. Um, other than that, I have really just been trying to gear up, trying to get stuff for raid because we are currently as of the moment of this recording sidelined at normal blockade and we are thinking of delving into some heroic with the job squad to try and get gear to beat blockade we're super close on that boy. which may, may uh, i say we'll for blockade i really identify with tidemaster catherine and joseph you roll down there, and Joseph's like, oh, let's fuck him up! And then Catherine's like, we are not here to cause violence. We're just here to help our people escape. And he's like, well, I could do that and fuck him up! And I'm heavily and biased. And they are. I'm heavily biased, but I'm like, hell yeah. I look around at the gang, I was like, let's let them kill us. It's just really the best thing to do. I love their voice lines too on that boat. Like you can you can hear them shouting like from like <laughs> the other boat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh god, what, what's he saying over there? So other than that, that's all I've really been up to. Immune, what have you been up to in this world of Warcraft? Well, this week in World of Warcraft was a little more laid back. I did all my normal dailies, um, you know, the emissaries and all that. Also trying to replace a few pieces of gear which are still around like 370 so there's definitely things that are better out there but other than that raiding ran some mythic pluses with you guys over the weekend as shadow which was a big change so i had to learn everything about that spec i don't play that very often ever, <laughs> because apparently it's good again now <laughs> it's certainly fun from the little bit that i played on one of my alts i'm looking forward to hearing more about your shadow adventures it's also crushing it in Bizarre Lore. Like, Scott's playing Shadow, and he's just, like, leaps and bounds above everybody else on that on that DPS chart. So, who knows? Maybe you have a new career in your future playing Shadow Priest in Raid. Uh, probably not in Raid, at least for a while, because we always need healers. But, yeah, it was a pretty slow week for me, other than those things. How about you, Slide? What did you do? You may now all refer to me as Elder Slide Whistle. I finished my lunar quest achievements got all the toys well all the ones that i wanted i could be a sweet little dragon dragon costume now i got my lunar hearthstone my elder title and one more notch in my belt for the violet proto jake hey what's up bro <laughs> uh you want to you want to hit for my jewel bro it's a jewel encrusted oh, yes, jewel because i'm a dragon <laughs> What a cool guy. But, yeah, I really... It sucks that I fucked up Christmas. 
Like I was doing so Wait, good what? on all those holiday? oh, holidays. Christmas. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Christmas. I mean Wintervale. Means its proper name in the world of Azeroth. There we go. I'm not. I'm not really sure what that Christmas thing is, though. Speaking of holidays, Put the back in Winterville. Speaking of holidays, though, time warp. Damn. I was not ready for that front one. Front-loaded. Yeah. Wait, is it going to be holidays? If it is, Alex, RIP. Yeah, I don't do holidays. <laughs> okay, so... Obviously, the World of Warcraft features a lot of different holidays to help flesh out its world. I have here 14 of them. This is a semi-reduced version, but it encompasses the 14 different holidays that World of Warcraft has had over its 14-plus years. I'm going to see which one of you can get the most of them. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. I'm ready, Olmec. And begin. Wintervale, um, Thanksgiving, Hallow's Eve, um, Children's Day, Wow, Children's Week. Anniversary, um... Noble Garden. Let's see. One coming up. What's it called? It's Valentine's Day related, but what's it officially called? It's not Valentine's I think it has Day. some love in the title. Love is in yeah. the air. Haha. <laughs> um, what else is there? There's one for that's in summer. It's like fire festival. Fire festival. Um, ah. There is. Hollow's. Hollow's. Fine. Fine. Oh. I think I did better this week, but I think I still so, lost. So, <laughs> uh, you know what? It is actually immune takes it this time. What? So, Boom. so Immune had WoW Anniversary, which I combined down into one event, although there have been four of them. He got Lunar Festival, he got Children's Week, and he got Hollow's End. Slide, on the other hand, was the first one to get Love is in the Air, Noble Garden, and Feast of Wintervale. Together, you missed out on, in my opinion, one of the most influential moments in WoW history— Diablo's 20th anniversary, hmm. the Midsummer Fire Festival, which you did say Fire Festival, but I didn't hear the phrase Midsummer, the Fireworks Festival, Pirate's Day, in a move that I hope wasn't to wound me, both of you forgot Brewfest, oh, Day of shit. the Dead, and Whoops. someone said Thanksgiving, but uh, thank the word thank doesn't exist in the world of Warcraft. We're looking at Pilgrim's Bounty. Let's forget that one. So, Slide, I hope you have something prepared, because you're taking a shot. I have my shot ready to go. What are you drinking today? I was debating between drinking this cup of soy sauce that I have from Sushi that Bubble Tiger just delivered to our table, but I guess I'll drink this vodka. <laughs> and I have a beautiful spicy salmon roll to chase it with. Here we go. Bottoms up and the devil goes down. Six, six, six. <laughs> Ugh. No, thank you. Well, thanks for playing, gentlemen. I look forward to next week when it will be Immune's turn. Don't ever chase with sushi. It ruins the sushi. Oh, man. And sushi's expensive, too. You don't want to ruin that. It's like vodka-soaked rice. Ugh. Ew. I don't like that. Okay, so where were we before that very early-onset time warp hit us out of nowhere? Um, 
I was talking about how I'm an elder now and how you have to respect me. You said that you really dropped the ball with Feast of Wintervale because you now have to wait another little bit till you get your Violet Proto Jake. Yeah, I fucked that one up. It sucks because I feel like that's such a hard one to do because you're busy with the holidays. Right? Yeah, like, like you, your, you your human self is busy. You can't put that kind of time into WoW. And like it's long. Like there is a lot of time to it. But like, come on, come on. What else did I do in WoW other than that? Grand some mythics. We had a really long battle with, with an Underot 7 key. I think Underot is probably our least favorite dungeon of all time. <laughs> so we just never do it. Like, I've done it maybe like three times total, like max. And we went back in there for a plus 7 mythic key. And we were there for quite a while. <laughs> it was pretty awful. But we got uh, 400 level loot in our mythic cash on Tuesday. So... It was worth it? Question mark, question mark, question mark? I would say it was worth it for the gear, but yeah, the almost 200 wipes was not fun. We did a lot, but it, it did get me hyped up. I was I was the one to do it. I survived as a mage, and I, I lasted through the RP of the stupid big titan killing the little, like, blood demon thing that it spawns. <laughs> Which, thank God he does that, because we <laughs> that made it so it was easy for us to finally get out of that dungeon. But yeah. Uh, that's about it for that. Well, besides what we did this week in WoW, there are some pretty monumental things that happened in the the race to be the first to clear Mythic. Um, Method got world's first and technically world's second kill. So <laughs> they lapped good on, on them. They lapped on limit. Oh god, we we were Man. just talking about it on the Heroes Call board that was recorded earlier today. It's a uh, it's a very humbling moment there. Honestly, I think my opinion changed, even though Limit has had a weird history of being, like, douchebags. I mean, even down to, like, they're changing their name to, like, oh, this game is stupid, this game is dumb, and they swap to Alliance. But, like, Method is, like, leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else. They have so much money and time because they're European. Someone I, someone was saying this on, on Reddit that, like, because they're, cause they're European... They can take off so much more time than their American counterparts mm-hmm. can. <laughs> and I was like, that's actually very true, though, because, like, they get four weeks vacation guaranteed over there, whereas we get maybe, if you're lucky, two weeks. And then the whole thing with Method spending all that money where they had to go into literal gold debt as they bought out every BOE on every European server. That's a lot of dedication and money to squeeze out a, I guess, I mean, I guess it's not if you're squeezing out two world first and second kills right <laughs> with the amount of mythic carries you can get just based on that pedigree they're gonna earn it back in like a month if even yeah they're just they're just so far ahead it's it's nuts the limit <laughs> limit did say that blockade was bugged for five to six hours on tuesday when it reset and i was like but was it though <laughs> like because like they kept saying oh yeah well we've been at that point that method has been on like we've been in phase three for like three days now and it might have just been like mind games like good old workroom like mind games being played but it kind of sounded like they were being serious so i don't know yeah i like how it became kind of a meme method just downed jaina like limit has you know downed jaina like a week ago <laughs> yeah there's still no world no world third pieces probably um at this point, Pieces was the underdog. They had that big dick energy to get to one, potentially. To get to world third, I feel like, is a lot... It's a, it's very deflating. Like, you can make it there, but you're maybe going to end up in a footnote at the back of 
PC Gamer magazine. <laughs> yeah, it was exciting. Like, I actually caught the kill at work. Like, I had Twitch on my phone and I was watching it. I had it in my pocket. And when I heard that there were like like 8%, I basically ran to like the equivalent of like a broom closet <laughs> and pulled up my phone <laughs> to watch to watch it go down and to watch like 15 or watch 20 nerds scream in the in the Red Bull Center that they were located in when they did this. I actually missed the birth of my first child to watch them down Jaina. Oh, poor little Nasticia. She misses her father. Well, like her namesake, I put her next to the T-Mog Center and left her there. Sorry, I had to uh, go support my best European boys. I'll catch you at your fifth birthday party. Don't tell your mom. <laughs> That's a wild birth. <laughs> I'll be back. I, I'm, I know, I'm just rooting for that that one alliance guild up there. Uh, let's come on, let's go PG. Let's bring home that that world third. The exclusion. <laughs> we need something, please. So, other than that news with the mythic race, we also got some more. 8.1.5 news they data mined uh the cutscene between bane and sylvanas uh so we just watched that one earlier so we could talk about that okay so i have to set the stage before we talk about the minutia of the scene i guess i i don't know the war campaign but the cutscene appeared to be taking place in au draenor so as a draenor darling like good up on blizzard forcing themselves to go back there <laughs> Was it? I thought it. I mean, I guess. I, I mean, I guess. Granted, it, they all kind of look the same. So, so I guess I, I only say that because it seemed very Draenor esque tents and things like that, and the cliffside seemed very AU Draenor. So I guess I don't one hundred percent know. I don't know why they would have a meeting of the minds there in AU Draenor, but this this boy is holding out hope. Yeah, they were around that campfire that was like the Horde garrison. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> So now I'm just going to canonically, without knowing anything else, just imagine that they <laughs> Sylvanas went back to AU Draenor. <laughs> she, she said, take your hearthstones to get to the meeting. And then everyone accidentally used their blue ones. And she was like, no, our garrison hearthstones. <laughs> Does this mean that if Bane's in prison, that he's trapped in time? <laughs> no. Also, that was Legionnaire. Yeah, but like, because technically he's trapped in time. And I wanted to make him trapped in time goof. Gosh, dad. I'm sorry, I don't know what your kids are talking about on your World of Azeroth. Tell me about your Warcraft game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this is another... Again, I've said this multiple times, that they're not going to make Sylvanas into Garrosh 2.0. And it's just like, a lot of people are, who are holding out are losing hope. This is just, it looks worse and worse every content release from Sylvanas. There's got to be some big turn coming, because I... I trust them. I trust them not to go back and do the same story again. But as much as it pleases me as an Alliance stan, she's just being spooky. She's being not nice. And in the data mining, we saw some of the responses from the other Horde leaders when it comes to... um, I guess we should also talk about what actually happens during the cutscene. But when it comes to sending Bane away, like every Horde leader except for Gallywix and Overlord Greya is like, yeah, that was fucked up. Is that how you say her name? Like, her name is so weird. It looks like the word Greya. She's the one that's related to Thrall, right? Or Yeah. yeah. So I guess during the cinematic, I guess we should recap it, what happened in it a little bit. It appears that Sylvanas has all the Horde leaders gathered up, and we'll just say that now it is canonically taking place in the Horde garrison. And she 
she, you know, has to make her own entrance. So she, she and Nathanos come, like, strutting in, and then they're like, I have troubling news, guys. There's a traitor amongst us. And then everyone, all the Horde leaders are like, Pikachu face. And then she <laughs> basically just uh, breaks the news that somebody had returned Derek Proudmore back to the Alliance. You know, the, the newly raised as a Forsaken Derek mm-hmm. Proudmore. Yeah, someone snuck him out because Sylvanas brought him back and was like, I'm going to use him to plant in the Alliance. And then Derek was just screaming in some very well, if you get a chance to hear it, very well voice acted lines. But Bane walks into that meeting when you see Derek. He's like, this isn't good. She shouldn't do this. Someone, and he looks at the camera, should do something about this. (laughs) somebody help and in the end it is revealed that he in fact was the one who released him and he was like this is not what the horde stands for the honor of the horde is sacred and everyone just kind of gives him a look like i don't know chief and nathanos shoots tide master zelling who is just some guy I don't, I don't play the Horde, so I don't know how important he is, but it just seemed like he was some guy, and then they escort Bane away. Zelling was a character that they kind of introduced, I think, to make to have more like Horde compassion over there. Uh, it's part of the war campaign when you're, I think you're stealing. I think he's the one who helps them steal the Abyssal Scepter. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Uh, basically, this guy is like super sick, and he has basically like an incurable disease, so he has like leukemia or whatever, and. Uh, they need to cure him, but like they can't. He has, he has a family. He has a family that he has to take care of, and so Lillian Voss is basically kind of like, "Hey, you know, if you're uh, if you're undead, you get no diseases." And he's like, "Wait, really?" And so he's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll I'll be an undead, and I'll help you out and get the scepter as long as you take care of my family." And so that's what happens. <laughs> Lillian Voss basically raises him as undead, and. She's like is basically like now the breadwinner for a human family because she's actually gone back and checked on his family and like given them like gold and stuff. So it's kind of a weird another another weird undead human like connection going on there. But yeah, so that's who he is. Well, that's who he was because my man caught a fat Nathanos arrow in the neck in this cutscene. Yeah, he's probably dead. (laughs) It's so weird how a lot of the members of the horde are just kind of like yeah. You know, Sylvanas has done a lot of stuff up to this point, but, like, Bane's getting in prison? I don't know. Like, you guys saw, like, the Garrosh thing. Like, you know exactly how this story goes, and they're just kind of like, maybe this one will do it for us. (laughs) Yeah, I think that it's just, like, this action, arresting Bane, who is a very well-respected leader within the Horde, is kind of like the turning point, and a lot of them are starting to be like, yeah, that's kind of fucked up that they're doing this to him when he is just standing up for what is traditionally the Horde values. And, you know, as we were saying, all of them, the, the in the data mine text that we have for all of the different Horde leaders' reactions um, to what happened here to Bane and the killing of Zelling, Basically, all of them are like, yeah, that's fucked up. And, like, my favorite one is Mela High Mountain, the High Mountain Torin. <laughs> she, she's yes. like, is this what the Horde stands for? Imprisoning those who act with compassion and honor? Perhaps my people should never have left High Mountain. 
Do you know how many people fell off the big cliffs in High Mountain trying to get here? <laughs> we didn't fall and die to fall damage for this. And it's like, even like with like Thalrissa from the Nightborn, like, she knows about fucking rebellions. Like, she rebelled against Elisand for like, forever. Like, there's a lot of like, weird, like, nuances to this, like, all these leaders. When Rexar says, there are others who must hear of this, and they will. Does he mean Thrall? <laughs> I'm telling! <laughs> he starts running. Like, <laughs> I guess that's what it sounds like. <laughs> He's gonna go rat her out to Thrall, who's hiding in the ground somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who else he would be referring to. I mean, he might be referring to the Alliance, because he knows that Bane and... Anduin and Jaina have like a kind of like a tight connection, but I, that would seem kind of like an odd thing to make that your only line that you say the Alliance will hear about this one. It's also interesting looking through my big list here. One of the only people in support of Sylvanas' decision is Overlord Gira from the AU Draenor Orcs. Uh, she is no orc, but the war chief shows strength in punishing that Torrin who deceived and betrayed her. Those who lack loyalty also lack honor. It's like it's a good sentiment, but also I I feel like it's weak to have one of the new kids back you up. It just seems very shallow. <laughs> they just got here, like they don't know shit. Like they don't know what you've been doing. This is literally the only horde they've ever known. <laughs> Your word means not much. Yeah, this is also probably why she's more eager to trust the war chief because she, from the AU point of view, never had to deal with Garrosh going crazy and the horde having to rebel against him, right? Yeah, and there aren't even Torrin over there. Maybe she's just racist and she hates Torrens. Like, yeah, lock up all the Torrens. They make good hamburgers. Like, she has, like, no connection at all to, like, Bane and, like, his legacy and, like, what he's done for the Horde. Like, it was just nothing. What his, what his dad did for the Horde. <laughs> yeah, and then Gallywix is Gallywix, so it makes sense that he would support this. We mentioned that Gallywix was in support, but looking at this now, it's literally just, I, I, I wish I could have charged for this. It's like the most Gallywix answer ever. So really the only one out of the, what, like nine, ten of them that are there is Overlord Gira. And it's like, go home. Just go sleep in your tent <laughs> in the garrison real quick. Just go home. She's like, I am home. Yeah, we're in Draenor. We established that at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I have one more thing to say about this, and it is, fuck G-Firepaw. <laughs> Oof. He has he has a very honest and metered response to this happening, but the fact that he's even there is upsetting to me. Yeah, we'll we'll always hate on this boy. They they beat your shit in and you came back. That's not good. What did he even say? I can sense much anger and frustration among those gathered here today. In my homeland, we saw such feelings manifest into very real threats after we spent too much time and energy suppressing them. Bane had to act lest his anger turn into a greater threat to the horde. We should all take a lesson from this. Like, gee, this isn't time for fucking school time. Like, this is a serious matter. <laughs> also, I love the implication that everyone's like, I don't know about this. He's like, it's a good thing he got his feelings out. Because I come from a world where if, you, if you're if you mad at a guy for a week, it's, it's literally <laughs> a monster that eats your dad. <laughs> it's a good thing he spoke his truth. <laughs> We had a whole raid. We are all safe. We had now. a whole raid that was just Terran Zoo being upset for a week. Damn. Maybe one day we'll see him do something memorable. But until then, I think it's just going to be him getting punched by Garrosh. <laughs> <laughs> At least 
Isa sits on the front of the boat like a cool kid. I don't know what G does. I'm pretty sure he just sits on his butt and eats buns. Well, sounds I'm just right. glad to be here. But is he, though? <laughs> I don't know if he's even glad. He shouldn't be. You should aspire to more, G. <laughs> but another thing that we have data mined recently, well, we as in the data miners, not us three. I mean, unless I don't know what you guys do. I, I ain't doing I, shit. Not me. Um, we found out what the starting hunter pets for the two new allied races are going to be. So that would be the Kul'tiran humans and the Zandalari trolls. And they're pretty neat. The Kul'tirans get the peregrine falcon, which is it's a pretty neat looking bird. Yeah, it, and it, it ties into a lot of the questing that happened there. There was a lot of falcon usage in Drusfar, which I feel like is the most I'm not going to lie. I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it. It's a bird. I don't like bird pets. I know you probably are just upset that it's not a horse, but... <laughs> Could you imagine if it was a horse? That'd be People sick. People would quit in mass. Just a big Clydesdale that beats you with its fucking hooves. I'd actually... I actually... Let's do this. Let's make a Let's make a change.org petition to change the falcon into a horse. Come on, guys. We, we gotta get we out of We still have time. We never know when they're gonna release Kul'Tirans and Zandalari. <laughs> It could be any moment. Did you hear about why it's taking so long, though? Because they weren't planning on giving us cool tyrants in the first place. They never were. The original plan was that Zandalari trolls were going to come out with Dark Iron Dwarfs. Mm. And then and then the next batch was going to be the uh, AU Draenor orcs. And question mark, question mark, question mark. Because if they weren't planning on doing cool tyrants, then what other race would we be getting in 8.1.5? But so I guess basically the outcry for them was just so much. They're like, oh, fuck. People want these fucking big, lumpy idiots as a fucking allied race. Well, we, damn it, we got to do it. So then they started to work on it because the Kul'Tiran model is a, is a fresh, hot model. It's not anything else. It's not like an ogre mm-hmm. model. So they had to, like, get all the rigging and all the stuff, make sure it all fits. So that that's, that's what took so long. They, they, they're trying to work on the model still, apparently. But, like, what other race would they have given us? I guess they could have, like, sped up the mechanomes. But... They could have given us skinny Kul'Tirans, because everyone knows you want to play as them. That's just undead, right? Hey, it's me. That's just Forsaken. Yeah, that or the Withered. It's probably the same model, right? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, this looks like it. I haven't seen skinny boys. I actually, I don't think I've seen skinny boys walk around very much. They're normally, like, sitting on the sides, like, homeless and scraggly, in, in Varalis, at least. So, I don't know. But, yeah. Anyway... Eh, the Falcon's okay. I, I need to see how big it looks. It looks pretty tiny from this picture, but I don't like it. But even cooler, the Zandalari ones, yeah. They get the Slate Direhorn, which is just a badass Triceratops, right? Like, wow. They are drowning in dinosaurs over there, and I'm so jealous. That shit looks like a raid boss that you'd have to, like, tame, but just you get it at level 25. I'm so jelly. Oh, can you imagine having that out as you're riding, like, dinosaur mounts and just living your best dinosaur fantasy? <laughs> living your best dino life. I want it. And I'll be all. I want it. It sucks because, like, I really want to level Xandalari, but, like, it's, like, the 7th Legion and Honorbound, they aren't one-to-one. So, like, to get it, we'd have to level up our gal pals. We'd have to then go through all the war campaign and then grind out Honorbound rep. But actually, though, that isn't that hard to do because... Think about how easy it is to get 7th Legion rep now with, with all of these assaults mm-hmm. and stuff. 
I say mid-statement, we decided that that's coming <laughs> when Zandalari comes yeah. out. The gal pals will return. Stay tuned, everyone. Wait, like I could probably do that really easily. Hmm. I don't know if I have the time to dedicate to that though. I have a lot to do. And wow. In every horrid minute I played feels like an alliance hour. So who knows if I'll be down to clown with that, but we all need to get those wonderful, wonderful boys, those Triceratops boys. I mean, and then also we don't know shit about the Horde campaign or the story over there basically at all, other than what we've like read and heard on other podcasts. So maybe it's almost time to bring back the gal pals. I have breaking news. And it's not even that breaking of news. This came out like 21 hours ago apparently but i didn't see it till now we might have a much easier time in blockade tonight oh shit what happened what do you what do you mean so they had a hot fix for february 6th and it mostly included a change to everyone's favorite little swirly sea swell you know that dot that they, that's on the ground that always mm-hmm. kills us when we have to move to the like right right or left the time between the cast of sea swell and its impact has been increased to three seconds on normal and raid finder. It was two seconds. So now we have a whole extra second to move. And they also reduced the damage by 7.5% on normal and raid finder. Damn. So it's doing less damage and we have a full second to react to it. Because God knows Phoenix Fusion is the slowest to react to mechanics ever. And that includes us. Like all of us. (laughs) The, the infamous seven down, like, on the eighth pull, all three of us were there. <laughs> like, I've, Aaron, wait, I don't know how, how you play this, but I don't do this dance anymore, Aaron. I don't do the shuffle. I just fucking blink. I'm just, I get out of that circle immediately. I'm like, nope. I don't trust anybody. I'm just going to blink forward, and then you're safe. But sometimes I, would, <laughs> sometimes I think during raid last time, I was like, all right, here it comes. Oh, this will be easy to, oh, uh, fuck, I didn't press the button. I'm dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just <laughs> oh shit <laughs> like we're just we're so space space Casey with this stuff I don't like it yeah for me it's just like any given thing distracts me for a second and then I'm like oh I'm dead yeah that means that we're probably gonna destroy this tonight because our biggest problem was ceasefire movement <laughs> and I guess slowing up the ad and but hopefully we got this <laughs> you heard it here folks hopefully we got this by the time this is getting to your ears you we can confirm or deny if we got this. And I will not confirm if it, I will not deny it. I will only confirm it. So you won't hear anything if we didn't do it. So while we're knee-deep in the Lunar Festival, our on-the-scene reporter, Growlina, has decided to head to the festivities and see what the community thinks about one of WoW's greatest celebrations. from the gates of Stormwind, celebrating the Lunar Festival. I'm here launching rockets with my new pal, Bunfor. Is this your first Lunar Festival, Bun? No, I've been playing since Mop. I've done it before. So what brings you back to the Lunar Festival year after year? I don't know. I guess the fireworks are fun. I usually just try to do all of the holidays. I see. So are you going for the violent proto-drake? Getting all the holiday items? What's 
What is that? It's a mount you can get. Another member of the production staff here at DNR is trying to get it this year, too. Quite the endeavor. Production staff? Yes, the show we're doing. The one you're currently on. WTF, this is weird. Okay, well Bun just ran into the city, but I think he gave us some good perspective. I'm going to stay here and launch a few rockets at unsuspecting druids. But until then, this has been Growlina. It's always nice to celebrate with friends. Thanks for that report, Growlina. So speaking of holidays uh, and recent leaks and data mines, I ran across one of, I would say, one of the most interesting holidays to come up. Apparently in 8.2 or around there, we're going to be getting a mini holiday. And so when I say mini, it is literally only July 13th. Uh, called That's Vashir. kind of a random day. <laughs> yeah, Vashir Diving Day. What does this entail? Vashir Diving Day, you'll get a note from uh, GG Engineering, which slide you, you're, uh, you're a brawler master. Apparently GG Engineering is one of the bosses in it, in the Brawlers Guild. I'm sorry, is this her is this her full name? GG Engineering? No, no, it's not a it's it's not a person. It is Max Megablast, who is a goblin, and Bo Bobble, who is a gnome. They're the, fir- oh, the first Oh, I thought you were saying GG as yeah, like, like GIG. No, it's GG okay, as in like I good game now. engineering. Yeah, those are my homies. Well, I know well then they'll be sending you a note telling you to head to Vashir, slather yourself up in <laughs> jelly jam and a damaged diving helmet, and just and just get get <laughs> attacked by bioluminescent eels. When you get attacked by the bioluminescent eels, you bring them back to the sub, which, by the way, is called the Edgar Fish NC, and they'll trade any any eels you have on you that are eating the jelly jam for luminescent research notes. As of yet, I do not know what luminescent research notes do other than the fact that they're given to you by GG engineering. This is so weird. Cause I feel like most of the other micro holidays are just kind of like, Hey, come look at this one thing and then leave. This is like, I mean, I guess the Moonkin one, you, you turn in some quests, right? To get little, little more little Moonkins mm-hmm. around you. But what, what the fuck? I, <laughs> I, th- so I think it's literally, it's been, what, 10? It's been a decade since Kata. <laughs> Greg Jacobs, the head <laughs> designer of Ashir, came to Blizzard and he was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk if you don't have people come back here. And so they're like, oh, shit. It's like, <laughs> it's like, Greg, all we can give you is one day. But I swear to you, like six guys will go to Vashir. And he's like, that's all I need. Because Vashir, from, it's been a decade. Literally everyone I've talked to, no one likes that zone. I think we are like the only people that somewhat like it. I know at least Slide, I think, likes it. I love Vashir. Ugh. And I'm coming for that diving day. I love Vashir. It's such a weird zone that gives you nausea but it's good nausea I mean, it's it's interesting in that literally no one wants to do it 
So you do anything in Vashir and you tell people and 10 years later, they're still like, wait, that was there? Because no, because no one wanted to do it. There's weird shit down there, though. There's like cool transmog and you get lost sometimes until you get your water mount. <laughs> that kind of sucks. For My a favorite bit. part is that there's water based flight zones and there is one flight based flight zone. So when you're there, you're trapped until you can find the right zone. <laughs> it's like a really bad escape room. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what you'll get from this event, though. Like, for the micro-holidays, you normally get, like, rewards in the form of, like, items or just achievements or neither. Well, yeah, because, like, you don't really get any... You really don't get anything from any micro-holidays. I think the most you get is the Moonkins flying around you in the festival. Because they don't do achievements, and I don't think they do very... Many, if at all, rewards. You just kind of do them for the hell of it, basically, which is fine. Like, but if this is like having like a, a brawler's guild boss do this is really interesting. When is, when is Master Paku Paku gonna invite me to his house and together we'll just walk around it for like four hours? That's the micro holiday I want. I don't want that holiday, but maybe he'll be involved in free T-shirt day, which is coming up sometime. Ugh. And we just, we know we know nothing about that holiday still. Yeah, I'd also like to mention the quest line on Wowopedia right now for Vashir Diving Day is just a single ellipsis, and I hope that doesn't change even after we've already <laughs> experienced it. <laughs> you like get there, and then um, there's like a quest marker for it, and you click on them, and then GG Engineering is just like dot dot dot. I don't know. Fucking uh, jump in the water or something. Eh, you could have been getting gear, but instead you're hanging out with us. <laughs> all this, all this Vashir talk, though. I'm really interested in seeing what they're going to be doing for 8.3, 8.2, whichever patch has has the. Yeah, Ajara we're gonna go fight it. Ashara. We're gonna go to Waterworld because, I mean, we know that we're going to be going down to the Naga, the Naga continent or whatever. And I guess it was said, though, that it's going to be like you're going to be walking on it because they probably don't want to have too much Vashir flashbacks. Yeah, to, to, my, to my knowledge, it's like it's like a raised city. So, yeah, you'll be walking with like your feet. But I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them. They tease that one of the raid bosses is going to be underwater. And that's going to make so many people upset. So many people are going to be tilted about that fight. <laughs> but I'm 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 here for it. I, I'm I'm ready. I, I love Vashir. And it sucks that that area is basically completely unfinished with no ending that story. Got gutted. But also, 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 on the topic of raids, we need to settle something once and for all. And that is the abbreviation for Battle of the Zaralore. <laughs> Aaron, if you had to abbreviate Battle of the Zaralore, how would you do it? Zaralore. Okay, just Zaralore. Immune, how about you? I agree that that's how I have said it, but I will make it known that I will never ever ever call it boda Ugh. boda is so bad boda also makes no sense battle of the zara lore why are you adding in the a at the at the in the middle that's not how that works <laughs> would, 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 would you prefer it be bofda battle for bofda oh god bofda I saw the most important <laughs> Bofta. <laughs> Wait, um, hang on. Shit, is it gonna be Bofta? Is that what we're gonna <laughs> Bofta? Um, Bofta. Uh, I saw a man who was from Australia, and he said on it was on Reddit. I think he basically was like, "Yeah, you Americans have such shitty naming like acronyms. 
the name for this raid is obviously Daza. Like, just D-A-Z-Z-A. And I was like, oh, that's it. Daza. Yeah. It's just Daza. I'm, I'm a fan. It's shorter than Dazarlor. And it's also, it's just fun to say, Daza. Yeah, we're going to go do Daza tonight. Like, Boda just stinks. Boda's stinky. D-A-Z-Z-A. Give me Daza. <laughs> what? Put it in Dazarlor. Ghosts like waterfalls. All right, we, we, we need to go find Mary Kate and Ashley and all those little friends and have them re- re-record this video for us. <laughs> but yeah, I I think everyone should be calling this raid Daza. Cut that Boda shit out. Or at least just call it B-O-D. It's fun to say Bod. You know, like, you can just say Bod. I don't know. It just made me upset when I see that Boda's catching on. I don't like it. We gotta fight it. Speaking of a Bod that I, <laughs> I want to see more people catching on to... I'm thinking about our sexiest NPC of the week. <laughs> so, immune, I am I'm feeling my vapors too much. Can you can you tell me Ew. can you tell me who who's the sexiest NPC of the week this week? Well, the sexiest NPC of the week this week is everyone's favorite new character from this expansion, Flynn Fairwind. He's a bad boy. We first met him in prison. I mean, we we did in fact meet him in prison. (laughs) That's like... Flynn has been with us since the very beginning of the Alliance campaign. And it gives me great pleasure to walk out every day on the quest for hat and talk to him to send me to an island i want to say that because of him tear guard sound that's that's where we met that's where we like quested with him right Mm -hmm. yeah that was my favorite zone just because his antics and he's so funny and you know whenever you have to ask where are the jokes flynn's got (laughs) them And also what's great is that when you're doing that fun quest, you're escorting him, you get to follow him, and you get a great view of all the pixels in that sweet, sweet booty of his. And you know what? That that follow quest really makes me even more attracted to, to Flynn, because it's one thing for the sexiest NPC of the week to be this perfect person that never has any faults, but you see him fall in love, you see him fall out of love, he gets drunk, he's at rock bottom, but he comes back. And it's that kind of stability that I need in a man in my life. And I want that man to be Flynn Fairwind. Also, his voice acting is really sweet. Yeah, also, it's really like, good. It's very, very sexual. And do you think that him and Talia are going to get it? If Anduin doesn't put his kingly dick in there first, I mean, it's going to happen. He's like, Bolvar was my best friend, so I'm going to fuck his daughter, right? That's that's the that's the shtick? I mean, I guess she might guess no oh i don't know i i i googled flynn fairwood i went to images and i had to close it out because people are nasty y'all, y'all don't gross. you blow up my art on stream here i love flynn and i love drawing him let me just say that if you're drawing people characters in chibi form they should not be doing the things i saw them doing i don't think so He's got a 
He's got a sexy mustache. And that's all we need to know about Flynn, our sexiest NPC of the week. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Your award's in the mail, Flynn. Check it. So if we don't have anything else we need to talk about, I say we start to wrap things up with our top toot of the week. I can start it off this week with a toot, and I am going to toot the little LAN party that we got to have this last week, where Slide and I traveled back to our home state of Michigan and met up with Aaron and co, and we had an old school LAN party. Slide actually brought his whole desktop rig, and we set up in the basement and ran some Mythics, which is pretty fun. This is when I um fucked with shadow a little bit so that that's like a soft toot but overall toot i think is us all getting together in old school land styling some mythic pluses yeah we haven't done that since like college which has been a fair amount of years since now but it, it, it felt nice and the cold basement kept my computer running at optimal temperatures so slide what was your toot of the week uh I think my top toot, toot toot, is probably that I'm well on my way to becoming a master of magics. I'm trying to double main arcane and frost for raid and while maintaining fire for PvP. And I think I'm getting it. Because the hardest part is like keeping my rotation and my buttons like relatively the same. But it's too late. I already fucked it up. Because I played frost before I played arcane. And the buttons I set up for that, I, I know them so well, but they don't match my arcane spec. So whenever I swap between the two parade, I end up pressing the wrong buttons still, because I'm just so used to where those placements are. But I played Frost for, like, uh, I don't know, half of the bosses in the raid, and I felt pretty good about it while playing Arc- Arcane for single target fights. So I guess I gotta figure out what fights I need to weave fire in, so I can stand next to Aaron and have a fire made short and air blast off. <laughs> You will win. I just need... Well, no. I had to use all my Azerite gear from Fire, and I had to get it to my Frost. <laughs> so I need to get more Azerite gear. So that's that's my anti-tude of the week, is fucking Azerite respecting. Ian, please fix it. Come on. Master of magic? It's more like master of having a full bag of Azerite gear. Actually, though, <laughs> it's too much. Uh, what about you, Aaron? What's your top toot-toot of the week? Um, I have to say that my toot, while it's not one that I wanted or expected, is one I'm happy for. I have my little pet family, and even though they have come from my failure on my quest for hat, I'm very excited to have them, and I enjoy running islands in the hopes to get more little pets. I mean, mounts are cool, but mounts go away in battle. I've always really identified with pets because you can just be sitting in there in raid, just blasting away at a boss, and you go and your little panda guy who's named after your brother is just doing doing <laughs> backflips in the background, and I'm just like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And it's great because then behind him, I have out a pet who also is in after his brother, and Aaron's brother is just hanging out in the raid two times. <laughs> Aaron's brother just, just doesn't chilling. even know that he's there. Real talk, though. Have you had Spaghetti Hannenbau out during this blockade fight and raid? 
You know what? I haven't, and that's the motivation that's going to win tonight. It's not that we're getting new gear or we're training or we're knowing new specs. It's that Spaghetti Hannonbow is going to be out there, and he's going to be helping me side by side while we fight Blockade. There we go. Hell yeah. This means that Aaron's on his way to becoming a master pet trainer. He's going to start pet battling like a crazy nope. person. Like, like a cat lady, I will sacrifice the entirety of my life so that my pets do nothing. <laughs> oh, no. But okay, I think that's about it. If you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, complaints, anything at all, anything, please. I'm so bored at work. Just send me an email. We can talk about bullshit. Talk shit about us. Please give us content. Blast us. Blast our asses. I'll talk about it. It'd be great. We don't care. You can send that to uh, do not relent pod at gmail.com. Or if you want to tweet at us and get easy retweets from from our account, I'll retweet you. You can tweet at us at do not relent pod on the Twitter. Uh, where can they find you bros at? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization, on Twitter, at New Era Alex. And, like, seriously, if you tweet at us, like, regarding the show, I will retweet it. Whatever you say, do it, please. Also, RIP Manila Luzon, the true winner of All-Stars 4. But I'm glad that we here together are to support Monet Exchange. The, maybe not... <laughs> no, wait. Wait, that's her last name, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was right. I just didn't support that. No, I will agree that, uh, first off, this is now a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. And also, go Monet, I guess. Um, well, when I'm not playing World of Warcraft or cheering for my girl Monet Exchange behind my television, you can catch me, Aaron the Human, at The Big A Cheesy. And you can also catch my other show, Heroes Callboard at Heroes Callboard on Twitter, and we're also on Stitcher, I believe. So I do it with my good friend Will, and we have a lot of fun. All right. That's it for us. Uh, give the crown to Trinity the Tuck. She deserves nope. it. She's all that's that's a left. lie. Uh, a damn lie. Trinity's going to win. She's made of plastic, and she's got this. Okay? She's fantastic. Uh, all right. That's it for us. And remember, another down. Do not relax. That was a very good wish.